discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. He says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boatim as Christ is magnified in you. Thank you for your goodness. We receive your word with meekness and with gladness. Thank you for joy unspeakable that is full of glory. Even in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. You may kindly take your seats in heavenly places where you belong. You're all looking bright this evening. Yeah. I'll have you my shoe. Was I wearing it last week? Oh. It's a blessing. You didn't say it. Today you're saying it. It's a blessing. I've been sharing with you on um, on what? Foundations, right? Foundations for living a successful Christian life. Isn't it? Foundations for living a successful Christian life. And the first point we mentioned was what? The foundation of knowing and loving Jesus. No is all. Great. And the second foundation was what? The foundation of of knowing and meditating on the word. Isn't it? And I've been speaking to you about seven things knowledge of the the knowledge of the word does for you. No is all. Point number one is that you receive many renewals. Point number two is that grace and peace is multiplied unto you. The word brings you grace and peace. No so. Yes. Then number three, you receive long life and what? And health. Long life and health. Number four is what? It makes you wise. The word makes you wise. And number five is what? It will cause you to prosper. Hallelujah. Is it true? It will cause you to prosper. Then, number six is what? It brings you safety, deliverance, and hope. And that's what I shared with you on Sunday, isn't it? So the seventh one is that it opens up the kingdom of heaven for you to enjoy all your benefits in Christ. Hallelujah. Yes, it opens up the kingdom of heaven for you to enjoy all your benefits in Christ. Without the Bible, you will not know what, what is in Christ for you. Is it true? You will not know. You will just be moving around without any knowledge of what to do. Luke chapter 11, verse 52. Luke eleven fifty-two. This is Jesus talking. He says, Woe unto you, lawyers, for you have taken away the key of knowledge. So there's a key called the key of knowledge. This is Jesus talking. Hmm? 
the key of what knowledge the key of knowledge knowledge of the word hmm? <laughs> you entered not in yourselves and them that were entering in ye hindered you did not enter into the kingdom of heaven yet those who are entering to you are hindering yes because you have kept the key of knowledge you have taken away the key of knowledge so there's a key called the key of knowledge knowledge of what knowledge of the word hallelujah knowledge of the word and the word opens you up you'll be shocked that the blessings that you have in christ for instance if you read in ephesians chapter 3 verse ephesians chapter 1 verse 3 the bible says blessed be the god and father of our lord jesus christ who has blessed us isn't it see i'm blessed what you just said is a key the key of confession where will you find it it's in the scriptures if you joke with it you are joking with something very important <laughs> yeah it's a key if you don't have that key you will keep knocking on the door if you don't have that key you will keep knocking on the door like this and the door will not open and you'll be wondering why the door is not opening do you see if you are struggling with something like accessing the blessings of God or accessing the goodness of God or there's something you don't know normally we'll ask you what are the scriptures you are standing on you may be, you may be making requests but where are the scriptures what are the three scriptures you are using or the one scripture that you are using <laughs> can Hagen function with one scripture Mark eleven twenty three. yes one scripture one key oh yes that key opened a lot of doors in the kingdom of heaven for him to enjoy a lot of nice things why he had a key ask your neighbor where is your key if you don't read the bible you don't see the key <laughs> you'll be shouting for nothing you'll be crying for nothing yes you will not know what you are what you are not doing it is very serious. Yeah. The key of just confessing the word. These are, there are many keys in the Bible. Okay? For instance, faith is a key. Faith. You see, confession is in faith, isn't it? Yes. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. Look at Hebrews eleven six. 6. But without faith, it's impossible to please him, to please God. Mm, without faith it's impossible if you want to please god you need faith you want to please god you need what faith how do you get faith all those things are keys so sometimes you think that you may have a lot of keys that you don't you are not even conscious of many keys many 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 things that you know open help open the door for you okay without faith it's impossible to please him for he that be cometh to God must believe that he is. And that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Do you understand diligent? What does it mean? It means that it's not a one-time something. But if you use your faith today and it didn't work, 
You don't come and say that, eh, I confess, and I didn't see anything. Diligently seeking. What is the meaning of diligent or diligence? Can, can you help us with a dictionary? Yeah. A diligent person is he who shows persistence and hard-working effort in doing something. It's a key. A persistence. Hey. <laughs> hard-working effort. So it's not a, like... One, a KFC type of something. No. You need to stay on the word. Until you get your answer, you are not moving. Yes, one man of God opened the Bible and stood on it. Opened the Bible to where the scripture he was using and stood on it and told God that, listen, I'm standing on your word. Literally. <laughs> Do you see? Yeah. You need to stay with the word. Yes, you need to stay. It's keys. And the keys definitely opens the, the, the doors to the things that, the blessings that God has for you. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. How do you access it? You access it through the word. That is why Paul said to the leaders, the shepherds in Melitus, in Acts chapter, 30, Acts chapter 20, verse 32, that I commend you to God, and also to the word of his grace, which is able, the word of his grace is able to build you up and what? And give you an inheritance among all them that are sanctified. Do you see? The word of, the word of his grace will give you an inheritance. Hallelujah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Look at Matthew 23, verse 13. Matthew 23, 13. But won't use Christ and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you have... You have shut up the kingdom of heaven against men. For you neither go in yourselves, neither suffer ye them that are entering to go in. You see? So, you have shut what? Up the kingdom of heaven. How did they shut up the kingdom of heaven? By taking away the, the key of knowledge. <laughs> By taking away the key of knowledge. So, knowledge of the scriptures gives you, it gives you the key. Honestly, that's the truth. And you as a Christian, you need to take your time. Take your time with the word. Don't rush with the word. Let me show you, let me show you some verses in the Bible. You know, as you read some of these verses, that's why you need to read your Bible and pray every day. You see? These are scriptures that I just read this morning. And as I was reading it, I was like, ah, look at how God is even behaving. You see, God is coming to do something. Okay? And he's talking plenty about it. Exodus chapter 7. No, chapter 5. Uh, in chapter 5, God has spoken. Uh, God said, he has sent Moses to go and go and deliver the children of Israel out of Egypt. And when he went, this is the first contact he had with the people, with Pharaoh and with the people. So he went, gathered the elders of Israel, showed them the signs, and then told them, God has sent me, God has sent you to come and deliver you. He preached to them everything, they accepted. Then he went to Pharaoh. And went to talk to Pharaoh. He turned, uh, the Aaron's rod became a serpent and all of that. You know that story, right? Aaron's rod swallowed the serpents of the, um, um, Pharaoh's priests and all of that. And Pharaoh said, listen, you are not going anywhere. It's because Israel is, you people, you, are, you don't have much to do. You are free. You are too free. That's why you, you, you want to go and make sacrifice and go and do party in the desert. You are, you are a joke. Guards, tell the people, their taskmasters, that they shouldn't give them straw for the break that they do. 
they should go and find their own straw. Yet, their daily break, their daily what? Quota is still the same. So if in a day you are supposed to make 100 breaks, it's still 100 breaks. But this time around, nobody's bringing you straw. With the materials, nobody's bringing them. Go and look for the materials. And come and come and do. It was not easy for them at all. The first introduction of the word of God to Israel and to Pharaoh was met with serious resistance. When you start a project and it's not working, God has told you that do this and it's not working. And then all of a sudden, and Lord, I thought you spoke to me. I thought you. You see, you don't know the key of persecution arising because of the word. There's a key called persecution arising because of the word which you have heard. It's a key. If you know that key and you see the persecution right, you expect it. You expect, when you are starting a project, you know that the Lord has spoken to you and you are coming to start the project. Expect that. Where is the fight coming from? When it comes, you are not, expect the fight. It's coming. Don't expect peace. Hmm? Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Exodus chapter 5, and the taskmasters hasted them, saying, Fulfill your works, your daily tasks, as when they were struck, and they were beating them. They, were, they beat them so much, they became so bitter. Now, the next time Moses came to come and stand before them to preach, he was like, You are not serious. Do you see what you have done to us? You have caused us problems. We were okay until you came on the scene. We were okay until you came on the scene. Yes. It's a key called the key of persecution that arises because of the word. If you don't, if you don't read your Bible, eh, you would think that as a Christian, everything is supposed to be rosy, straight road, everything is going to be shay. sailing through life. It doesn't work like that. Though. Look at what they said to Moses. This is what they said. Exodus chapter 5 verse 21. And they said unto them, the Lord look upon you and judge. This is, these are the elders of Israel or the Israelites speaking to. These are the heads of the people who are in charge of, the officers, officials in charge of Israel and their work. Eh? They said unto Moses and Aaron, the Lord look upon you and judge because you have made our savor to be abode in the eyes of Pharaoh and in the eyes of his servants to put a sword in your hand to slay us. It's lighter English. Slay us, savor. You don't understand. Good, good news translation. There, they said to Moses and Aaron, "Now, you see, the Lord has seen what you have done and will punish you for making the king and his officers hate us. You have given them an excuse to kill us. First message, first attempt. Yeah. Look at the next verse. Keep, keep going in the GNT. Then Moses turned to the Lord. So when the problem comes, what do you do? The key of turning to the Lord when the problem comes. Tell if you know they read your Bible, you don't go see all these things. When problem, small problem now. Hey, I don't know. You will just be shouting for nothing, worrying your pastors for nothing. Pastors now, bread. Pastors will just be suffering, and they are not God. Just read your Bible. If you read your Bible, the Holy Ghost will show you. Look at where this one is. Exodus chapter five. Exodus. As Exodus. Exodus. You may not want to read it. You may not want to read it. Key, key is there. Clear. I tell you. Yes. Okay. Turn to the Lord when the problems are coming. Not turn to drinking. Not turn to complaining and murmuring. Hey, all this 
microwave type of Christianity is there. It doesn't work. Oh. You know microwave type of, you just put the food into the five, five minutes. Bing, 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 bing. You can remove your food. Please, it doesn't work like that. Moses returned, turned to the Lord again and said, Lord, why do you mistreat your people? Why did you send me here? Next verse. Ever since I went to the king to speak for you, he has treated them cruelly, and you have done nothing to help them. Hey. Then the Lord said to Moses, you see, God is coming to tell Moses all what he's coming to do. He has not done it all. Actually, they are complaining that you have not done it. And yet God is still saying, if you go back, you see that what God is saying here is the same thing he said in chapter 4, in chapter, early chapter 5. Same thing. Then the Lord said to Moses, now you are going to see what I will do to the king. <laughs> I mean, you said that before. What is God doing? God is practicing confessions. Or God is demonstrating the key of confessions in the midst or in the, in the presence of challenges. Even God is talking. You will not talk. See, I will talk. I will speak the word. Yeah. When the money has not come. The Lord, the contract has not it has delayed. Yes. Every day, what? Calls. But no, let's talk here. We are talking here and talking there. The contract is not showing up. Keep talking. If you give up, eh, if you give up, you'll be shocked that the thing will not show up. Even though God has spoken clearly, clearly. God has spoken to you clearly, showed you visions, given you dreams. You have even had signs, everything. Pastors have confirmed it. Prophets have confirmed it. God has spoken to you. Holy Ghost has appeared to you in a dream and showed it to you. You fell down in the church. You had this. You had that. You have a part to play. It's called the word of God trying you. The word of the Lord tries you. Oh, you know the Bible. Then the Lord said to Moses, now you are going to see what I will do to the king. I will force him to let my people go. In fact, I will force him to drive them out of his, of his land. Two, God spoke to Moses and said, I am the Lord. Me, I am the Lord. I appeared to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob as Almighty God. But I did not make myself known to them by my holy name, the Lord. I also made my covenant with them, promising to give them the land of Canaan, the land in which they have lived as foreigners. Listen, now I have heard the groaning of the Israelites. Is this not? He said this in chapter 3. I have heard the groaning of the Israelites, whom the Egyptians have enslaved, and I have remembered my covenant. So tell the Israelites that I say to them, Ah, I should go back to the same people and go and say to them the same thing that you said. <laughs> so tell the Israelites, I say to them, I am the Lord. I will rescue you. Ah, just do it and stop talking. <laughs> Let's do it and stop talking. What is God? Just show working. You see, at the point, uh, you know, go fish, the working, it be the talking. The working, no? it be the talking. It's a key. It's a key. The working is the talking. Yes, you, you see David talking before doing any physical thing when he met Goliath. You are anointed. Problems are coming. Are you anointed? Problems are coming. A bear is coming. A lion is coming. Goliath is on the way. And Saul, of, of Saul the son of Kish, is coming to pursue you for the rest of your life. Yes. The one who had the promise of being king had to live in woods and live in caves, bush, and everywhere some. Yeah. So, 
I don't know where is it. I've been in church for some time. I've not seen anything. You don't read your Bible. That's why I'm talking like that. You're mad. You don't read your... Oh, sorry. Did I say you're mad? Excuse me to say. Excuse me to say. There's something wrong with you. You've not been reading your Bible. If you're reading your Bible, eh, you'll be jumping with joy in the presence of the trials, in the presence of the challenges. He says, count it all joy when you go through diverse tests. Count it all. Diverse, different types of tests. Different types of problems. Variety. Cocktail of problems. I tell you. Ghanaian salad. Ghanaian salad has everything inside. I tell you. Everything. Sardines inside. Corn beef is inside. Corn beef is inside. Beans is inside. Beans are what? Popo. What a shock. <laughs> diverse temptations. Diverse problems. Read your Bible. Honestly. That is why we encourage. Just read your, if you read your Bible. The Bible says that you too the you through the script, the patience, you through the scriptures might have patience. Do you see? Revela- I read it to you the last time. Romans chapter 15, verse, uh, verse 4. For whatsoever things were written at four times were written for our learning, that we through the patience, we through patience. Hmm? We through what? Patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. Yes. The same Joseph who had dream of his father, he said he saw a dream. The sun and the moon and the stars were bound down to him. The next thing he realized, he was inside their pit. Yes. Naked inside the pit. The next thing, he's being sold as a slave. The next thing, when comfort comes more, nah, then ah. No, he was bowing. He had to bow. He had to bow. Yes. Yes. Psalm 105 verse 19. Until the time that his word came, the word of the Lord tried him. Yes. The word of the Lord will try you. That's time of peace. It's like that. It's like that. It's a key. You should know it. Okay? Yes. You'll be sowing seed. Ah. You are sowing seed. You are sowing seed. Seed. Seed here. Seed there. Offering here. Offering there. Seed here. Seed there. Offering here. Offering there. Seed here. Seed there. Offering there. Offering. Hey! Yet, you are not seeing anything. Shelly. Bishop Oedipo said they sowed seeds for six years continuously as a ministry. They were sowing seeds consistently, fat, fat seeds consistently for six years. They weren't seeing anything. After six years, then the thing started working. Oh, yes. Yeah. That was what he, I mean, his own words. So after six years, the, the harvest that started coming, listen, he said, we took an offering on a Saturday morning, Saturday morning service. You understand Saturday morning service? This is just, uh, you know, like we are just having prayer meeting. It's like stir up. M- morning stir up. So they just came, prayed. After they finished praying, they said, oh, we want to buy an airplane. So let's take an offering for it. They took an offering, and that offering bought the airplane. Saturday morning offering. You think it's normal? You think it's normal? Yeah. Even when you do your business, they do, you do the business for your client, they don't pay. Hallelujah. It's working. I see what I'm talking about. I was going to show you Matthew, in Matthew chapter 13. Look at Matthew 13. Look, let's read from verse 19. Matthew 13, 19. When one hears the word of the kingdom and understand it not, then cometh the wicked one and catch it away that which was sown in his heart. This is he which receives seed by the wayside. Verse 20. But he that receives seed into stony place, the same is he that hears the word, and immediately with joy receiveth it, it. But yet he has not written himself. But endures for a while. For when tribulation or persecution 
arises because of what? Because of what? Yeah. By and by, he's offended. By and by, it takes time. By and by, he's offended. Tribulation, it will arise. Charlie, I can't, I can't say any other. That is it. That is it. You apply, they will not mind you. God has told you you own that company. You apply to the company, they are not minding you. <laughs> what do you do? You keep, you keep your confessions. You keep your confessions. Hmm? I'm sharing with you foundations though. Read your Bible honestly. It, it will give you keys. It will show you what to do in the midst of whatever circumstance or situation you find yourself in. It will show you how you should act. It, it will show you how you should think. It will show you how you should behave. It will show you everything that you need. That is the honest truth. Yes. That is the honest truth. If you put it down, you are, you are just browsing on Facebook. And just watching status throughout the day. There are those who just, they are waiting. When you put your status, within 30 seconds, they are the first people to look at it. Have you seen those people? The Lord is watching them. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17. Ephesians 1, 17. He says, I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Do you see? Yes. Knowledge of him. Knowledge of him is what brings you into your blessings. Knowledge of his blessings, knowledge of his word is what brings you into the greatness. Okay? Yes. So keys, it will give you keys. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. God wants you, the eyes of your understanding to be enlightened, to be flooded with light. As you are reading the Bible, there's light bulb. Do you know light bulb? Eh? Eureka. I found it. I know what to do. Yes. You just know. He gives you a key. Do this. Say this. Hmm? Yeah. So just read really, you will be shocked. Many keys to open you up to the blessings. To the things that God has designed for you. And you'll be swimming in it and people will be wondering, what are you doing? Just read your Bible. Tony, but just read your Bible. The Holy Spirit will give you light bulb. Light bulb experiences. Light bulb experiences. Yes. I imagine as a pastor, I'm reading my Bible. And the, Lord, the Lord shows me Exodus 5.1. Go and go and hold for me a, a party in the wilderness. Ah! God just, the Holy Spirit just spoke to me. Every service must be a party. Do you think it will not change our lives? It will change our lives. It is changing us. Every service is a party. Wow. That's a key right there. The key of joy. Yes, with joy. It is joy that makes things work. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is joy that makes things work. Someone can be pastoring a church and doing everything. It may not be working because he doesn't have the key of joy. Yes, the key, that key is not there. Bishop Wade will preach a message entitled the sickle, the sickle for the harvest. And you're talking about joy. Joy, joy is the sickle that you use to harvest for the kingdom of God. Can you imagine? Yeah. Yeah. So your, the eyes of your understanding must be enlightened through the knowledge of God's word. The key. Keys. The key of knowledge. The key of knowledge. As you are studying, keys are coming to you. Keys to help you enjoy the blessings. Yes. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 19. 
keys. Hmm. Sometimes the Lord will just show it to you. Just be patient. Relax. If you are not reading the Bible, you will not, you will not be patient. You'll be tempted to reply every single insult that comes to you. <laughs> yeah, you'll be on drive a, a cruise mood. Are you, are you insulting me? Are you insulting me? You're in trouble. You're insulting me? I'll insult you some. But when you're reading your Bible, eh, you will see scriptures like First Peter chapter 3. Eh, <laughs> let me show it to you. Hey! <laughs> Keys. First Peter chapter 2. Verse 21. Let's just read from verse 21. For even here too, here unto where you called, because Christ also suffered, up, suffered for us, leaving us an example for suffering. Like, God, Jesus suffered to leave us an example for suffering. So that you should follow his steps of suffering. We don't know how to suffer. And he's showing you how to suffer. What suffering? Look at the next verse. Verse 22. Who did no sin? Neither was God. You have sinned. But he did not do anything wrong. He did no sin. Neither was God found in his mouth. Let's read lighter, a lighter message. A lighter one, isn't it? GNT. I think the good news. When I was younger, they gave me good news. It was good news that I started reading. My first Bible was good news Bible. There was one that had drawings inside. The hardcover. Uh-huh. Yes. This one was, was, it was orange. Uh-huh. That one. Yes. It says, it was to this that God called you, for Christ himself suffered for you and left you an example, so that you would follow his, in his steps. He committed no sin, and no one ever heard a lie come from his lips. When he was insulted, he did not answer back with an insult. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but placed his hopes in God, the righteous judge. God placed his hope in God. <laughs> you have taken your hope. I'll, I'll handle it myself. I'll manage it myself. Yeah. And you see that you are failing. Yes, we are, we are going to continue. <laughs> Look at verse 24. Christ himself carried our sins in his body to the cross so that we might die to sin and live for righteousness. It is by his wounds that you have been healed. Wow. Go to chapter 3. There's another one in chapter 3. Let's read from verse 8. Chapter 3 from verse 8. Finally, finally, okay, it's fine. GNT is fine. To conclude, you must all have the same attitude and the same feelings. <laughs> Love one another. Ask your neighbor, Charlie, how are the feelings today? The Bible says we should have the same feelings. Don't say you have different feelings. <laughs> Everything is in the Bible. Uh, you must all have the same attitude and the same feelings. Love one another and be kind and humble with one another. Next verse. Do not pay back evil with evil or cursing with cursing. Instead, pay back with a blessing because a blessing is what God promised to give you when he called you. <laughs> so you want to inherit blessings, what should you do? Bless when you are cursed. It's a key. Bless when you are what? So when you are cursing, what do you do? Bless. God bless you. The Lord reward you. Yeah. <laughs> the Lord reward you. Not the bad one. The Lord reward you with blessings. Wow. Yes. These are in the Bible. Oh, it's not in the Bible. Yes. Do you see? So it just opens you up 
to he says because you are called to inherit a blessing or you don't want the blessing he says if you want to inherit the blessing what should you do bless and don't curse bless and don't curse verse 10 as the scripture says if you want to enjoy life and wish to see good times you must keep from speaking evil and stop telling lies it's a it's a hit man you must turn away from evil and do good. You must strive for peace with all your heart. Yeah. So just read it. You'll be shocked. You have a, a key will just open for you. A key of patience, of kindness, of love. A key of faith. You, see, you are putting your faith away, but maybe the, you've missed something. One of the screws is not there. Yes. You've forgotten that faith must work with love and also work with patience. Faith works with two things. It works with Patience and it works with love. These are the, the, the waters in which faith flows. If faith is a fish, it flows in the waters of faith, of, of love and patience. Not, I want it now, it's finished. If you don't give it to me now, it's finished. No, God is not your small boy. Are you seeing what I'm talking about? So it has a, it has a nice way of just opening you up to many things. And you see that you are walking with God properly. Your steps are not, you know, crooked in any way. You are walking with God properly. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So if you remember, the point is that it opens up the kingdom of God for you to enjoy all the blessings, the benefits in Christ. The benefits in Christ. Okay? It will show you what to do at that particular time. What I may not preach to you, the word of God will show to you. As you are reading it, it will show you. You need to do this at this particular time. The Holy Spirit will show you. It will, he will just enlighten you. He will just instruct you. Do this at this particular time. Yes. He will show you. Do this at this particular time. He will just light and light it. Open the eyes of your understanding to know what is the hope of his calling for you at that particular point in time. And what is the riches of the glory of his inheritance in you at that particular time. Okay? So don't ignore the word. They say ignore the word and what? And suffer. Yes. Another word and grow rich. Hallelujah. So this is uh, the foundation of knowing and meditating on the word. I've, sh- I've shared with you on knowing the word. Now I want to share a little bit on meditating on the word. Can I do that? And then we'll, cl- we'll close. Okay? Meditation. meditation is, you know, there are different words for meditation in the Bible, but one of them is Hagar. H-A-G-A-H. Hagar. And it means to just ponder on the word. Okay, so apart from reading the Bible, there are some of the things that you need to just sit on it. The Holy Spirit enlightens He just lights it up for you. Do you see? For instance, I'm reading this portion of the Bible. I'm reading Exodus. That's why I'm bringing a lot of scriptures from Exodus. So I'm reading, I got to Exodus chapter 4, verse 22. Look at Exodus 4, 22. Let's read 24 so that we don't read too much. Now, the Lord has appeared to, to Moses. And he has sent him. He has said to him, go and bring my children out of Egypt. All the wild things. Huge assignments. Don't think I said, go and bring three million people out of Egypt. Into a land that I will show you. Hey, they don't even know where the land is. Do you see? And Moses is obeying God in that particular thing. But Moses has, has not obeyed God in one small thing. Do you see? So the Lord, and it came to pass. GNT. 
as, as they were on there, so Moses took his wife. Go to verse 23. Moses took his wife. He went to, you know, tell his father-in-law that, Charlie, I'm going back to Egypt to go and see my people and all of that. His father-in-law said, oh, okay, it's fine. It's fine. You can go. I told you to let my son go so that he might worship me, but you refuse. Now I'm going to kill your firstborn son. So at a camping place on the way to Egypt, the Lord met Moses and tried to kill him. Ah, dear, ah. Isn't it amazing? You have sent me. Me. You see, I should go. As I'm going, you meet me in a camping place. Camp meeting. Eh? Camp meeting. The camp meeting is to kill me. Hey. Yes. Yes, team of the camp. The Lord tried to kill me. Then Zipporah, his wife, took a sharp stone and cut off the foreskin of her son and touched Moses' feet with it because of the right of circumcision. She said to Moses, you are a husband of blood to me. And so the Lord spared Moses' life. The, Moses had obeyed God in the very big thing of going to bring Egypt, Israel out of Egypt. But he had disobeyed God in the small thing of circumcision. Go, go to verse 24. Let's read Amplified. Along the way at the resting place, the Lord met Moses and sought to kill him, made him acutely and almost fatally ill. Now, apparently, he had failed to circumcise one of his sons. He had failed to circumcise one of his sons. His wife being opposed to it. His wife said, no, I'm not going to allow you to circumcise this boy. What? Every time you are cutting things, you can, we can't cut this one. But seeing his life in such danger, she knew what it was. She knew why the Lord was giving the guy problems. She took a flint knife and cut off the foreskin of her son and cast it to touch Moses' feet. And said, surely, husband of blood, you are to me. So Moses had obeyed God in a very huge thing, but he was disobeying God in the small things. Yes. Small thing. Small thing of circumcision. He was disobeying God in that small thing. So you can be obeying God in a very big thing. You are a shepherd. You are doing things for the Lord. You are doing this. You are doing that. You are bringing people to church. You are preaching. You are doing this. But, kokonsano. The kokonsano. Gossip. The gossip. It's like the gossip. It's not living. Or the wickedness. You know, there are people who have wickedness. Like, the heart is not good. Or you don't like my message. Or you have obeyed God in a very big thing, but the small things. So this is my med- this was my meditation. So I have to write it down. Is the meditation is what you write down. The Lord shows you. Write this down. Yes. It hates you. Maybe you'll be, you'll be going through something like that at that particular point or in the future. So that the Lord can remind you. It's the things you have meditated on that the Lord can remind you of. Yes. Yes. He can remind you of it. If you have not meditated on anything, it doesn't work. Meditation is just sitting down with one of the scriptures or two verses and then just pondering over it. You see, as I was thinking about this thing, the Lord reminded me of the young prophet. Eh? The young prophet. Who was sent by God to come and do a great work? This, this is First Kings thirteen, eh? And behold, there came a man of God out of Judah by the word of the Lord to Bethel, Jeroboam. Jeroboam is the west of the king. There are two, uh, <laughs> there are two lines of kingship in Israel and Judah with respect to service to God. One is David, and one is Jeroboam. Jeroboam is the leader of disobedience against God. And David is the leader of 
obedience to God. So anyone, any king who followed these people, if they obeyed God, they said that he did according to his father David. He followed his father David in obeying God. If they disobey God, they will say they followed the way of Jeroboam. This guy, very wild guy. I tell you. And he was chosen by God. By mysterious things. Mysterious things. He gave him ten. So he's the king of Israel. So this prophet came from Judah and came to come and talk to Jeroboam. Okay? So look at this. Very powerful. Okay? And behold, there came a man of God out of Judah by the word of the Lord to Bethel. Jeroboam stood by the altar to burn incense. He's not allowed to do this, but he's doing it. Jeroboam is the one who built another church. You see, in a place where he was not supposed to build because he said that mm, the church is in Judah. If the people go there, it's in Jerusalem. Jerusalem is part of Judah. If they go there, they will not come to my kingdom. They'll go and go and so let me do my own church, put my own God inside. So he, he did two cows. The cattle that the, the cows that do you understand what I'm saying? Exodus torn that's Aaron molting calf. That's the worship that God killed three thousand people. This guy came and did two. <laughs> I tell you, very wild guy. God was not happy with him at all. So he sent a prophet from another place to come and come and talk to him. Eh? Um, amplify, we can't fin- we'll not finish reading. King James, please. And he cried against the altar to the, in the word of the Lord and said, Oh, altar, altar. That says the Lord, Behold, a child shall be born unto, unto the house of David, Josiah by name. Josiah's name was mentioned 319 years before he was born. This prophet came to say it. And upon thee shall he offer the priests of the high places that burn incense upon thee, and men's bow shall be, be burnt upon thee. And he gave a sign the same day, saying, This is the sign which the Lord has spoken. Behold, the altar shall be rent or broken into two, and the ashes that are upon it shall be poured out. As he was talking, talking, the king, Jeroboam, heard the sayings of the man of God, which had cried against the altar in, the, in Bethel, that he put forth his hand. He said, from, his, from the altar saying, lay hold on him. So the, the king said, hey, catch that guy. When he did, hey, catch that guy. His hand was frozen and dried up. Yeah, and his hand, which he put forth against him, dried up so that he could not pull it again to him. He couldn't, he couldn't. The altar was also rent into two, and the ashes poured out from the altar, according to the sign which the man of God had, uh, had given by the word of the Lord. Next verse. And the king answered and said unto the man of God, Entreat now the face of the Lord thy God, and pray for me, that my hand may be restored again, me again. And the man of God besought the Lord, and the king's hand was restored him again, and became as it was before. Wild, Charlie, wild things. You see, he's obeying God in a very major thing. God had told him that he shouldn't return. You see, the, if he entered Judah, Israel this way, he shouldn't go back the same way. He says, when you enter, only one instruction, one small instruction, when you enter this way, don't exit this way, keep going, exit. Don't drink water, don't eat, don't do anything there. Small instruction. Is this one difficult? You've been able to obey, prophesy, even, because you needed a lot of boldness to come and talk to Jeroboam. Yeah, he came. Confidence. He came. Mama Shagalaba. The altar is breaking. Ah, Malayada. Altar was breaking. Hands was freezing. Everything was happening. Prophetic is happening. It's a man of God. He's a man of God. This one is not man. He's a man of God. He's a man of God. Hey. An older prophet who was already in the city. That all better, all, all these things were happening. Older prophet that the Lord did not use. Heard all that this young man had come to do. And was like, hey. Who is this guy? Eh, Charlie, men of God have come, Paul. 
let me see if he's really a man of God. So he sat on his on a, on a donkey and went to meet the guy and told the guy that, oh, Charlie, I've heard of all the things that you have done. Come and come and eat in my house. Then the guy said, listen, as surely as the Lord liveth, God gave me an instruction to not even look. Eh? Look at this, First Kings 13, 16. And he said, I may not return with thee, nor go in with, with thee. Neither will I eat bread nor drink water with thee in this place. For it was said to me by the word of the Lord, Thou shalt eat no bread nor drink water there, nor turn again to go by the way that thou camest. So he told him, Charlie, this is it, this is it. And the man of God said, Oh, the prophet, the senior prophet said, Oh, what are you talking about? He said unto him, I am a prophet also, as thou art. And an angel spake unto me by the word of the Lord, saying, Bring him back with thee into thine house, that he may eat bread and drink water. But he lied unto him. He couldn't pick that he was lying to him. And he broke it. And he came back. When he came back, after he finished eating whatever, and he was going. Eh? And it came to pass that he sat at the table, that the word of the Lord came unto the prophet that brought him. You see, the, yeah. the prophet that brought him back, as they were eating, that same prophet, the Lord spoke through him. And said, <laughs> wickedness is real. And it came to pass, as I sat at the table, that, that, that the word of the Lord came unto the prophet that brought him back. And he cried unto the man of God, that, same from, that came from Judah, saying, That says the Lord, for as much as thou hast disobeyed the, the mouth of the Lord, and hast not kept the commandment which the Lord thy God commanded thee, but camest back and have, and have eaten bread and drank water in the place of the which the Lord did say to thee, Eat no bread and drink no water. Thy carcass shall not come unto the sepulchre of thy fathers. That you will not be buried with your fathers. Hey. And it came to pass after he had eaten bread and after he had drunk that he saddled for him the ass to wait for the prophet whom he had brought back. Hey, wickedness, though. Yes. A lion met him. A lion met the guy on the road and killed him and did not eat him. He did not eat the donkey. He did not eat the prophet. He just stood by. After he had killed him, he just stood by. Everybody was watching. Hey, wonders. You can be obeying God in big things. Eesh. And it's obeying God in small things. Small, small things. Small things, I tell you. I don't know if it's right. Some small, small things are running through your mind as I'm talking to you. And your heart is doing... That is how my heart was doing me. In my meditation. Hmm. The Lord will instruct you as you meditate. Without meditation, you will say that you don't hear the voice of God. Yes, you need to stay. The Holy Ghost Himself shows you which scriptures to meditate on. You don't pick and say, mm, mm, I think Romans 5 1 will be okay. Let me pick Romans 5 1. Romans 5 1. Romans 5 1. Hey, you see, it's like chewing Wele. There's no nutrients inside. You are just having taste in your mouth. There's no, there's no, you know, you know Wele? The English word for Wele is Wele. Wele has nothing. There's nothing. There's no nutrient. It's leather that has been boiled. Shoe, you are chewing shoe. Enkaye shoe, you are chewing shoe. <laughs> hey! Yeah. Yo, you don't choose. The Holy Ghost, he lights it up for you. Honestly, that's the truth though. He lights it up for you. And then you sit down and you think about it. It will instruct you greatly. That is where your success is. Because Joshua chapter 1 verse 8 says what? Look at Joshua 1 8. Meditation, no. It will do something for you, I tell you. It is the meditation that helps you contact the life that is in the word. That is what gives you access to rhema. What you need for your life at this particular point in time. Are you see what I'm talking about? Joshua 1.8. 
This book of the Lord shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. So meditate. You cannot jump over it. You can't. It's either it's there in you or it's not there in you. I can't do it for you. No pastor in heaven or in earth can do it for you. You need to do the meditation for yourself. That is what will enlighten your path. That is what will make your way prosperous. If you sit down with the Bible and ponder on the word, think on the word, you, you toss the word in your mind. Do you see? You toss the word. It says it will make you prosperous. Eh? First Timothy chapter 4 verse 15. It says, meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them so that thy profiting may appear unto all. Your profiting, your progress will appear when you learn to meditate. Have you worried before? How many of you have worried about anything before? Eh? If you have worried about anything, then you can, you're a master meditator. You can meditate. You can worry and become sick. You can worry and have sleepless nights. Is it true? Yes. You are worrying about your, 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 your exam. Your exam results. Because you realize you wrote a lot of foolish things. You are wondering, Lord, Lord, touch the lecturer. Lord, touch the lecturer. Let him for be sleepy as he's marking my paper. And see my answers as correct. Hey! hey. <laughs> That's witchcraft. <laughs> Charlie, teachers of our, lecturers of our, I tell you. Prayers, pa. They are mentioning your names on packs. Yeah. Lord. I was going to mention some people's names. <laughs> Meditation will give you fruits. It will bring fruitfulness to you. As a child of God. It's, it's a foundation. Honestly. Trying to circumvent this one. It's like trying to get to Kumase via digging. You are digging a tunnel from Accra to Kumase. When there's a road with a, a, a land cruiser sitting down for you to drive, or an airplane is there, airplane is there, 45, 30, even now it's 20 minutes, 20 minutes you are there. You say, no, I'll dig. But the power's vested in me. I'm, I'm, I'm into hard work. Mad. Madness. Not hard work. Madness. You are mad. There's something wrong with you. Meditation is sitting down. You say you will do something else. No, so sometimes it's very, it's very difficult when you see Christians who, they say do quiet time. Mm. The quiet time, you are doing it for me. So that when I meet you and I ask you, did you do well? Did you do for a quiet time today? You mentioned what you, 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 you the verse you learned in GSS 1. Class, seven years ago, or class 1. And Jesus wept. I was thinking about Jesus wept. Hey, Jesus wept too. Hmm. Ah, it was very serious, pa. Hey, you are doing yourself. Oh. You can't circumvent it. You need to sit down. We don't know how the meditation converts to success. All we know is that it does. The last I'm showing you with, with drugs. You take, you're having a headache. Oh. Okay, there's a headache. Not you're having, you're feeling a headache. Eh? It's also a kill. Use your words well. <laughs> eh? You are feeling a headache. And then you take paracetamol. You don't go for fetri keke. 
ointment. And then you rub it on your head. Akobam. Is that what you do? You don't take, you just, you take in medicine. You swallow it into this, your stomach. How does it move from your stomach and then it gets, goes, gets to the head and then gets, how does it know that it's not supposed to mess and go to your leg? But it, it just has intelligence that it's supposed to go to your head and work on whatever it is that is there. I mean, I'm sure the doctors and the pharmacists can explain some of those things to us. Yes. But that's how the word works. As you are meditating on it, eh? we don't, it just, it just, it, it, it's going where it needs to go to. It's going to open the door that it needs to open for you. It's going to give you the favor that you, you need for your life. It's going to, it's going to get, get you the, the help that you need for your life. Meditation. Oh, he says it will cost you. You're profiting. Your progress. That is what the Bible, just take it and just do it. What do you think? Don't circumvent it. Don't do any. Don't try to whatever. He says, meditate upon these things. Give yourself wholly to them. And Paul had written scriptures to him. That thy profiting may appear to all. Let's read Amplify. So that we see what is what. Practice and cultivate and meditate upon these duties. Throw yourself wholly into them as your ministry. So that your progress may be evident to everybody. Your progress. You, like, you will start progressing. You want to progress in life? It says meditate. How do you meditate? Sit down. Get a chair. Hmm? Get a chair. Sit down. Open your Bible. To the verse that the Holy Ghost has enlightened for you. Read it. Read it. Haga also means reading out loud. Or talking it. You see? So, meditate upon these things. Maybe you are meditating on this verse. Because the Holy Ghost. Not because you think that... At this juncture, you need to meditate on this verse. No. Don't make that mistake. Oh. Are you hearing me? Don't make that mistake. Let the Holy Ghost enlighten it for you, please. And yes, sir, you will say, ah, but I've been meditating. I'm not seeing any progress. You have been med- it's like you are feeding yourself. It's like a baby who, well, the baby wakes up, a three-month-old baby, and he's swallowing banko, he's trying to swallow banko. Is that what you, a baby needs? It's not a small, it's not small, but he's swallowing big banko like this. What is wrong with Take the word, sit down, meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly unto them, that thy prophecy may appear unto all men. You see, this verse, and this is Bishop Dag's verse. Bishop Dag has a whole, he did a whole conference on this. He says he was lying on the blue carpet, praying to the Lord, and thinking on these scriptures when the Lord spoke to him. Give yourself wholly to what I'm telling you to do. <laughs> Someone may have gone to meditate on this verse, and he didn't do anything for him. Why? He was trying to swallow banco. <laughs> yeah? Oversized banco. It doesn't work like that. So what the Holy Ghost, as you are reading it, it, it always happens. I don't know if, if, if it has happened to you before. You are reading your Bible, you can be reading a lot of, as you are reading, 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 it just, one scripture jumps to you, or the Holy Ghost keeps bringing that scripture to your mind. You see, you may be sitting down, you may be moving around, and then that scripture, it just keeps coming to you. It just keeps coming back. What it means is that this is something to, there's food inside this for you. There's some nutrients inside. There's progress for you. Yes. There's progress for you. <laughs> Pastor Chris said, Christ in you, the hope of glory. The Holy Ghost enlightened for you. He said one day he was just, you know, he, he, 
just when he would have lost his Christianity or lost, like he felt like giving up, he went to church. Second, uh, this is a uh, secondary school or university. Secondary school, secondary school, uh, late secondary school. You know, he used to do sit form and those things. So this is late. I think sit, sit, sit form, something like that. So he went to church. And this man who was a boring preacher, everybody knows that he's a boring preacher, was preaching. And everybody was just fooling around. But that day, that preacher was using a Bible that he used. The version that he uses, that was the version that the, the pastor was using. So as the pastor, he, 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 he caught his attention. And the man was preaching on new creation. And everybody else was fooling around. The scriptures he was quoting, he, he could just follow because he had the same Bible. So he was just following. And then he realized, ah, this thing is in the Bible. He saw Christ in Colossians 1.27. When he saw it, he started, he was like, man, this is it. The Holy Ghost told him, this is, this is your verse. I mean, nobody can preach about these verses more than uh, Pastor Kwe. I mean, if you, if you try, you, it will not work. By the time he finishes preaching, he's, quoting, he's just reading the scriptures. As he's reading the scriptures, I mean, something's happening. Yeah. He said he took this verse and went to pray with it. So after, right after the meeting, he left the meeting and went to, to the bush to go and pray. As he was praying, talking to the Lord, meditating on this verse, Christ is in me. Christ is in me. Malagada bayabala. Malaga. He said, one of, one of, as he was going, 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 he said at a point, Christ is in me. When he said it, pa, he levitated from the ground. He left the ground like this. <gasps> he said, please bring me back down. Then he came back down. Will you see this for your life to be the same? Your life will never be the same. How does it come? Meditation. Yes. To get the active ingredients in the scriptures, the life that is embedded in the... Because the Bible says that the word is life. In him was life. And the life is the light of men. So you need light. Where is the light found? It's in the word. How do you get the light? Meditation. Meditation is what opens the capsule of the word for you to have what is inside. The life. So if you're a Christian and you're not meditating, there's something wrong. I mean, you are just digging to Kumasi, very busy, sweating, digging and bringing the sun out and digging and bringing the sun out, digging and bringing... You use eternity. We'll go and come and go and come for years and you'll still be digging. You are trying to get to Kumasi on one trip. We'll go and come for years and do whatever needs to be done. And you'll never be there. And you complain. You can't even die. Yes. Yes. Do you see? So you, we cannot overemphasize these things. Psalm 1, verse 1. We always talk about David. Eh? He talks about ignoring, blessed man who does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the way of, the, of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful. Then he says, but his delight, his joy, what brings him excitement? Is in the law of the Lord. And in the law, in the word. He's talking about the word. In the word does he meditate day and night. Day and night. So when you're coming to sleep, your last encounter in this world should not be the phone. Status. <gasps> and you can't even sleep. Have you noticed that it denies you of sleep? Or it doesn't? Thank you. Does it deny you of sleep? Oh, why are you not saying the truth? Say the truth and shame the devil. I mean, you can't sleep. You can't wake up for stair because you slept at 2. You were planning to sleep at 10. But when you got into the bed at 10, 
Very nice. It's 2 a.m. Hey, man must sleep. Have you ever tried sleeping and thinking before? It doesn't work. As you are sleeping, you are afraid that you wake up early. So the, your heart starts beating. You can't, you can't sleep. Has it happened to you before? It has happened to me before. Yeah. Yeah. Day and night, like the last thing that he does in the, in the, in the, in the night is to meditate on what he was meditating on. Yes. Day and night. He says, my eyes prevent the night watches that I may meditate on thy word. Like he wakes up at dawn. So he has all night for meditation. Eh? Look for those scriptures. There are plenty. I wrote a lot of them in my, in my, my, my notebook for you. Yeah, because we all like David. We like David's success, but we don't want to do what David did. Hmm? Receive grace to do what David did. Look at this. Says, my eyes prevent the night watches that I might meditate on thy Not that I might pray. I might meditate on thy word. Let's read GNT. Good News Translation. BBE. Message. Something. All night long, I lie awake all night. I lie awake all night. I lie awake. Hey! All night long, I lie awake. For what purpose? To meditate on your instructions. Not for WhatsApp. The guy is doing all night meditation. You are doing all night WhatsApping. All night Facebooking. All night TikToking. All night watching people's bottom shaking. Right now, are you not tired of? Are you not? It's all over right now, dear Charlie. No fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've not been on Facebook for a long time. I came back on Facebook recently to check some few things. And I realized, hey, as you are going to the thing, advert. Yes, even old time Facebook has sports now because you have brought everything inside. So, hey, it's becoming difficult for gentlemen and ladies. It's not easy. It weren't easy at the time. At home, <laughs> I stayed awake all night, prayerfully pondering your promises. Your promise, prayerfully pondering, pondering, and that's what meditation pondering. You said this, Lord. You said this, you said this in your word. You will do it. What you have said is coming to pass in my life, it will not delay. Faithfully, see who has said it, who also will do it. You said it, you will do it. You said it. You do it. Thank you that you have done it. Yes. Yes. I will not go down. It will come out. You know, and as you are meditating, like, it, start, it just starts coming out of your mouth. Yes. Have you ever thought about something and it just comes out of your mouth? Has it, has it ever happened to you? You are thinking, ah, and then it just, if you realize you have said something. Yes. Sometimes songs, eh? A song will play in your mind. Which song should, should play in your mind right now? It's like the lady who was singing that song. We need you, Lord. We need you, Lord. We need you, Lord. Easy on me, baby. The lady was leading a worship song before she realized what was in her heart, what she had been pondering prayerfully about. The guy must go easy on her. Go easy on me, baby. It just came out of her mouth, pat like that. And then she said, oh, the, the assistant uh, had, had to pray her, had to hit her. Charlie, 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 what do I start? Hey! And you easy. It went easy at the time. 
for her at all. <laughs> From the Lord's babe. Look at the distance. From heaven to under the earth. It just comes out of your mouth. You should catch yourself thinking on the word. Like, what am I? What you wonder? What was I thinking? What was I thinking? Ah, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, meditate upon these things. Give thyself. A, I don't know how it does it, all, but it just makes your life work. It, it, it prospers you. Yes, I stayed awake all night prayerfully pondering your promise. Go back to first, uh, chapter one, Psalm one. But his delight is in the Lord, the Lord, verse 2, please. And in his Lord does he meditate day and night. Then he says he shall be. Like meditation makes you. I don't know how it does it. Don't ask me a question. So, Pastor, what is the technical, what is the spiritual uh, process of making meditation into progress? Is it you're mad? Gen Z nonsense. You want to understand everything. It's not everything you can understand. You want to take God out and then do it your own way. It doesn't work. Eh? Next verse, verse 3. And he shall be. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. It will make you. That bringeth forth his fruit in the season. His leaf also shall not wither. And whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Whatsoever. Whether he's, a, he's doing a tea or a depamio. Or then, whatever you're, and baba you if you're a baba, if you're a seamstress, if you're a hairdresser, if you're what, or you are doing watch, you are doing, your watch will just become attractive all of a sudden. We don't know how it is, but there's some magic, some chimings, that is where, you know chimings, some chimings will be working around you, we don't know. Why? The guy is into meditation, he says, meditate upon this and give yourself all your so that thy profiting, thy progress. Thy upward and forward movement only will show it will show up to all men. I, we don't, I don't know how, but it just works. Yeah. Yeah. That thou mayest make your way prosperous. You can make your way prosperous. I have a lot of verses. Look at Psalm 119, verse 97. Oh, how I love thy law. It is my meditation all the day. Dude was doing the meditation all the day. It no be woman in bottoms that they think about. Yeah. Yeah, yes, meditating on ladies' bottoms. Different ladies, as you are moving around in town, hey, this one, his nice. hey, hey. <laughs> listen, most guys do what I'm telling you. Pastor Bakna, is it true? It's true that if Pastor Bakna says it's true, I mean, who then can be saved? Who then can be saved? This is Bakna, who then can be saved? It just flies. I mean, you are just moving in there, you see. One policeman said that the lady should be careful what they wear and walk around the room because it caused a lot of the accidents. All the, a lot of the accidents that are in town is by them. And it's, it's true. Yeah, you'd be surprised. The guy's driving. Before I realize he's in a police station, <laughs> he can't explain himself. What happened to you? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Brickfield, why? Hey, Mali, he's lying. <laughs> yeah. How I love your law. I think about it all day long. So it's like you are pondering. I don't know if you, if you know. You are just pondering on the way. Just thinking. Throwing it in your mind. Throwing it in your mind. 
that's like the way you wonder, you, you, you worry about something, worry about a beloved, worry about the school fees that you're supposed to pay, worry about all those things. That, it can capture your mind, eh? It can capture, you can get a heart problem, or you can get a headache, serious headache. What have you been, oh, I don't know, but it's really painful. You've been thinking about something. The boy broke up with you. Aye. When you are there, you just wake up in the night. <laughs> you are asleep. You are sweating. Hey. <laughs> Coffee. Coffee. Me now, I am saying. Is it me that you have done this to? You can't sleep. Hey. Are you falling in love before? I tell you, you want, you ponder. I tell you, you wake up and ponder in the night. I tell you, meditate by force. Yeah. Or when you fall in love fresh. When you fall in love fresh. And the girl says yes to her. The guy comes to propose to you. I mean, you don't know whether you should sit down. Whether you should stand. Whether you, are, when you, are there, you just... <laughs> you just start laughing for nothing. Like nothing is happening. You're just laughing. Ah, what's going on? Oh, nothing, nothing. Everything is okay. <laughs> Hey! <laughs> Go to verse 99. <laughs> All day long. He says, I'm even become a smarter. I'm even become what? Smarter by my teacher since I've been pond, since I've pondered and absorbed your counsel. Yes. You become smarter than your, your teachers. Like it, it pushes you ahead. You want to go ahead. You want to go ahead in life. In life. In your marriage, in your relationship, in how you treat your children, in how your work will go, in whatever, in your education, whatever it is. Just meditate on the word. Read the Bible and allow the Holy Ghost to enlighten what lights up what he wants to light up for you. And just, just be thinking about it. Yes, just be thinking about it. The word will make you what it talks about. It will. It will. Rise up upon your feet and thank God for what you shared with you. Hallelujah. Thank God for what you shared with you in two minutes. Father, we are grateful. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for such a wonderful word. Thank you for explaining your word to us in a special way. Oh, we are grateful. Thank you, Father. But Father, we are grateful. We are thankful. Thank you for your blessings. Thank you for your blessings. Thank you that we have received grace to meditate, to think on your word, to ponder on your word, and become fruitful on every issue of our lives. Thank you that we have grace not to overlook this all-important foundation. But we get deep into it, deeper and deeper into it. As the years go by, as the days go by, as the nights go by, Lord, grant us wisdom to do what is most important. Yes, and not ignore the foundations. Thank you, Father, that because of these foundations, we build a great life, a great successful life as Christians, even in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor T podcast. Simply search for Pastor T on any podcast app, plug in and enjoy God's word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless.